It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. Joining me now, Representative Pat Fallon from Texas's 4th District. Massive spending package, which the Democrats pass and head back to beg for votes, as I like to call it. Republicans out there for their part making the case against it. And the question is what effect it will have, the effect on inflation, on uh, the recession, uh, what it will mean as we watch key indicators, for example, housing prices uh, drop uh, 40 to 50 percent in some major cities and areas. Uh, Miami, one of the biggest recipients of migration into the state. Prices down 18 to 20 percent as Americans face the reality of the economy and Democrats will try to write a new economy. So, Representative Fallon, what are you hearing out there from your constituents in Texas? Well, David, thanks for having me on. Well, they're concerned about concerned about inflation and the economy. And uh, inflation is really hitting people hard. Uh, particularly folks that are middle 28%, flower 23%, et cetera, et cetera. So all these are double digit, and the administration's claiming that uh, inflation's at 8.5%. But in, back in June, it was 1.3% just for the month. And if you annualize that, that's 16% inflation. So I think we are in the battle days of Jimmy Carter, double digit inflation. And I think they might be cooking the books a little bit. For their benefit, but it's a huge concern because inflation, as you know, is a tax on everything that we need, uh, and it's a tax on every American. So now comes the "what can be done about it" question. August thirty-first is around the corner. Yes, it's midterm election season. Republicans, while they may win the majority in November, won't have it till January. But there's not a pause button on inflation rates, recession rates, increases by the Fed in interest rates will likely happen after the meeting in Jackson Hole or some announcement which markets will react to. So what can be done about this in the interim and even after that? What are what are Republicans willing to do? Well, David, listen, you know, I said this before on your show, it's very frustrating. I mean, this is my first term in Congress and it's uh, it's very frustrating to be in the minority because particularly in the House, you have virtually no leverage, particularly in the Nancy Pelosi House, because it's a, a majority driven institution. So what we need to do is go on shows like your, your, yours and others and tell the American people the truth before the midterms, because it's while it's too many, a foregone conclusion that the House it will you know flip. And I, and I do think it will. The Senate is up for grabs. And, of course, we're going to have to deal with two more years of Biden. So uh, it's it's difficult. But what, one thing I can guarantee you is if we do get the House back, at least the bleeding will stop. I mean, none of these, these silly, atrocious, what's this one, almost a half a trillion dollars in spending. They've literally passed trillions of dollars in new spending, which is the primary driver, if not the sole driver, for the inflation that we're experiencing now. It's very simple. If you increase the number of dollars out there, the dollars that existed before are worth less. Well, the the how the bleeding will stop, and understandably, your first term in 
uh, going in for your second. You're talking about a minority position and the seniority of the, of the current Republican leadership will likely stay where it is. Freedom Caucus may gain a few more members, but not enough to, to strike back against the recklessness or the the inability or, or unwillingness of the Republican leadership in the House to play the game the way the Democrats have. The House controls the purse strings. If Republicans take charge and they have House Ways and Means, they have House Budget Committee, there are things they can do to draw down on the Democrats. Do you have any indication you can give us or thought that, you know, Republican leadership is willing to play hardball with Democrats? I'm not talking about going forward. I'm talking about peeling back now. Uh, well, we better. I, again, I didn't get get uh, I didn't run for Congress and I'm not serving now to participate in John Boehner 2.0 or Paul Ryan 3.0, where they just kind of go Democratic light and they do do everything in their estimation that will keep them in power. And that doesn't work, by the way. I mean, it's it, <laughs> Paul Ryan didn't build the wall. Paul Ryan didn't do a lot of other things and didn't implement a lot of President Trump's America first policies. And he lost the majority anyway. So yeah, but McCarthy the had the majorities. Yeah. McCarthy had Trump. McCarthy, and I use him, but there were other leaders involved in this. Uh, but, you know, he failed. And now he's going to be well, he asking did. for that leadership position, and he's likely to get it. There doesn't seem to be any significant challenge uh, mounting at this point. Well, to be fair, Kevin McCarthy's not... Paul Ryan, and he wasn't the speaker at the time. I mean, he was in the leadership, but Ryan was at the helm. And we've, I've talked to Kevin and so have many other members and we told them what we hear at the town halls. We tell them what we hear when we're out knocking on doors, which, and it's overwhelming, by the way, David, particularly in, at least in the 4th Congressional District, which people say we have to be bold, we have to fight back, we have to draw a line in the sand and say no more retreat or we're going to lose the damn country. And I think Kevin knows that. Look, knowing it and doing something about it is is where the Republicans fail. It, it, they they don't step into the dirty fight and erudite conversations and debates on uh, you know running out to the rotunda to tell media what they're going to do or want to do is not going to do it. If if the Democrats are going to be stopped, especially if they hold the Senate then the Republicans are going to have to get into a uh, frankly a mud fight with them. And understandably, uh, people are concerned about this when we don't see a history that gives us the trust out here around America, not about individual members, but that overall there will be a almost warlike footing against the Democrats spending policies. Well, we have to. Uh, you know, you want to work together. I mean, in theory, right, if we all lived on, uh, if we all had unicorns in our fields and mermaids in our swimming pools and, you know, sunny every day, you would think that you could work in a bipartisan fashion for real solutions. But the reality in Washington is you just can't. The Democrats refuse to. We should have a, a common sense immigration policy. We should be securing the border. We should have a balanced budget amendment. But the Democrats can constantly pander. Uh, you know, Biden. Yeah, but what, hang on on that one, because yes, te this here's yep. a Texas issue, Representative Fallon, and frankly, a national disgrace with what's going on. I think three or four more buses showed up in New York City today, which good for them. Shove the problem down Eric Adams throat. I'm happy with that. But here, here's where it stands. 
on immigration, the power of the purse is in the House. If Republicans are given the majority, they can begin to cut funding for Democrat programs, depending on how it was passed and what year it's put into effect from a budgetary year standpoint. And if Republicans aren't willing to get into that kind of fight to say, if you want to keep your policy, we're going to cut your program, then then what? Well, I know, David, one of the, the, the top things that I would put up there as far as defunding are the this 87,000 new board or I'm sorry, 87,000 new IRS agents. Because if we're going to hire any kind of agents, I'd rather have Border Patrol agents, more Border Patrol agents. I don't want to hire one more IRS agent. They have plenty. They're already um, a very dangerous and overbearing or, uh, entity as it is, an agency. So, yeah, the border, we've got to secure the border. It's an invasion. Yeah, but how? We're still describing how. Do you, I I asked before, but I'm going to repeat the question. Do you think if the Republicans have the majority that McCarthy and the rest of the leadership have the cojones to actually start defunding Democrat programs until Democrats not come to the table, but are dragged kicking and screaming to have to do something because you're cutting their funding? In anything, not IRS agents are are a great tagline because they passed, it's over 10 years, you defund it now, they'll come back and take another bite at it. There's lots of other things they have on the table. I would hope that, I think it's a necessity of other invention, as they say, and I think this is a necessity. We cannot continue to go the way we're going. We have got to not only change course, but we've got to turn the damn ship around. So I would hope that what you just described will come to fruition why I ran for Congress to fight for just things like that, because we have to do those things. We are in, we're, we're facing a financial abyss. Okay. Let's use uh, another example. 330 billion, 300 to 330 billion, but what's 30 billion difference over 10 years or out years on student loan debt cancellation. There's an area where Republicans can use the financial wedge against the Biden administration. Would you be willing to do that? Yes, because and that whole thing, you know what that was. That's just pandering to try to get 20-somethings to continue to vote and maybe even increase their share of 20-something vote uh, in November before the midterms. It's disgusting. It sends a horrible precedent, and it's patently unfair. I got to tell you. I'm worried. I'm not, I'm not worried about Democrats. I know what Democrats are going to do. People see it. It's blatant now. The leftist policies, the, the spend and tax or tax and spend, you can go both ways because it's all a tax. The, the climate change grift that's going on. Uh, and, I, you know, you and I have talked about this before. My, my warning to Republicans, if you as the Republican House writ large, Don't go there and deliver a solid fight and get some wins against the Democrats, even if they keep the Senate. Then the blowback's not about Democrats. It will be about Republicans. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I think you're right. Trust is a hard thing to gain back. Representative Pat Fallon, you have mine, however. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks, David. God bless. Take care. Representative Pat Fallon from Texas's 4th District. He's willing to do it. Are other Republicans willing to do the same? You can join me live on The David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east on Sirius XM Patriot 125.